0: Rise Up For You, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, hello, happy Monday everyone. This is Netalina. Welcome back to Rise Up For You. Today we have an awesome episode for you, number 33, with David Wynett. He's one of the top dating experts, and he is here to talk with us about authentic and truth in dating and relationships. Before we jump into our episode today, I do want to remind you guys to please go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and subscribe to our website there. We have some fun little goodies and guides that we'll send you right away right when you subscribe. On top of that, we are doing Girl Chat now live every week via video. So not only will you be able to hear it on the podcast, but you can also go head over over to YouTube and you can see us alive having a great time chatting it up and just having fun. Okay, so let's jump into episode 33 today with David Wynett. He is one of the nation's leading personal dating coaches and image maker. He is recognized as the world's premier dating authority. David brings his extensive experience and coaching expertise to change the lives of thousands of singles everywhere by giving them real dating advice. He is amazing. He has been featured on MTV, Millionaire Matchmaker, E! Entertainment, Fox, and more. And today we get the pleasure of spending some time with him and he's going to talk with us about what it really means to be authentic in dating and life. This is a kick ass episode and I know for sure that you guys are going to enjoy it. So here we go. Let's jump into it. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. All right. Well, thank you again for taking the time. David, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do?
1: Um, basically, over the last 15 years, I have been a, uh, to put it bluntly, a relationship and love guru. I've helped steer people past all their fears and insecurities and help them develop healthy, loving relationships with themselves first and then uh, with a partner of their, of their dreams.
0: Okay, and so what's your journey behind getting into this field? Why this field?
1: God, the journey. I mean, the journey had so many (laughs) different avenues to it. I mean, like, you know, a broken mother, you know, who fell apart in pieces emotionally in front of me as a kid, to um, my own quest, you know, for understanding human development and behavior in my 20s, to uh, being an entrepreneur and owning people related business, to learning about their fears and insecurities, to, you know, going through lots of relationships that, did not work or I needed to embrace. I mean, it's just, it's an endless thing. It, fa- it found me. I didn't find it. It was not something that I sat around and said, you know, I really want to be a dating guru or relationship right. guru because yeah, no, if I had to do all over again, I wouldn't even choose this. I mean, it's really? me. it something that I was really good at.
0: Was there any kind of epiphany that happened that just was like, you know what? I'm going to jump into this.
1: You know, there was no business like this. I was living in Los Angeles. I lost a lot of money in a couple of entrepreneurial ventures. After losing money in some ventures, I realized about the law of attraction. I realized why I lost the money. I mean, I've always taken full responsibility for all my screw-ups in my life. So mm. um, I knew that, that there was a powerful lesson and there was a powerful thing going on in my life at the time. And first I wanted, you know, something I wish I did you know, I really wanted to teach people how to make money because I believe that so many people have really bad relationships with money, and I learned a very powerful lesson, but at that time in my life, I didn't have any money, and I truly believe that, you know, as a guru, you need to walk the walk and talk the talk, and even though I had success before and had money before, I didn't have it then, and I didn't believe in teaching it until I made it back again, so... I literally was living in Los Angeles, going to a uh, coffee bean on the corner of San Vicente and Barrington. Had no friends, just moved here from San Diego, and I started dating out of Whole Foods. You know, meeting women, connecting with them, going out on little coffee dates. I didn't have any money at the time, so that's all I could afford. Yet I was connecting deeply with people and I had this group of followers I called them the Yant Junkies and every Saturday we would talk about dating and relationships and one day I decided to go to Whole Foods and get a sandwich and I had a hookup up with an amazing woman that war- worked behind the the fresh food thing and she gave me tuna ahi fresh tuna rolls for like 9, dollars you know, it should have been 25 and you know and I got up and said everybody give me 9 bucks I'm going to give you the best lunch ever and they all stood up every guy and they said We want to see you do this in action. I said, do what? They say flirt. I said, I flirt all the time. We have 20 people here on a Saturday. I have flirted with every (laughs) one of you. Who do you think brought this group together? Me. Who do you think was the driving force between half the dates you guys have gone on? Me, right? And these guys look and they go, no, I want to see what you do in Whole Foods. So I got up and they all followed me and I looked behind me and I realized there's about $3 million in salary behind me and I have something they need And at that moment, the idea was born. I'm really good at flirting and teaching people how to connect and open up. And I said, this is like a little boot camp. And they said, yes, it is. And my business took off from there. That's how the idea started. I wasn't looking to do this at all. I was just a guy trying to figure out his next business venture, basically meeting women and having sex and having fun. This is how the business started.
0: Okay, well, I want to pick your brain just a little bit because you're actually the first guy that I've talked to on the podcast in this field. So this is great. So tell, from a guy's perspective now, can you tell us the five things that men secretly and honestly are looking for in women?
1: So, there's no five things. Everybody's different. I mean, that's what, and this is the problem with today's society. You need to find out the five things about the man you're dating. Not about five things all men like, because all men are different. right. I'm a deep, sensitive, caring father. Um, I have done a lot of energetic work, I've done a lot of healing work. So me, I need somebody who's spiritually evolved on the level that I am. somebody who's actually has accountability in their life. somebody who has you know gone and done all the work on themselves. So I want somebody who is also thinking outside the box because that's what I like. I like outside the box spontaneous thinkers. I like highly affectionate women, you know, women who are very sexually passionate, and you know, in ways that really turn me on. So this is something that I do in one of my seminars, it's called the Love Blueprint. And it's a, I've got one coming up in Los Angeles in February. And what it is, is it's understanding your unique love blueprint and presenting it to your partners that you have coming into your life on dates and then learning their love blueprint. Ask them how he wants to be loved, how he wants to show up in a relationship. And if those are things that you can do for him, then you have fulfilled the love blueprint on him, and that man's going to absolutely fall head over heels in love with you. It is really that simple, and it's something I know you're married, right?
0: Separated at the moment, but technically, yes. Okay.
1: So separated. So then when you went into the relationship with your you know, soon-to-be ex... You made a determination. Both of you made a determination to love each other the way you needed to be loved. Right. Now, most likely, you probably didn't do that because of other things or maybe you were different people. I mean, you know, we could sit here. We could talk about it for hours. Right. But that's what it's all about. It's it's about understanding because that if you love yourself, you'll then be able to present yourself to somebody and show up for somebody in ways you've never shown up before. And if they're not delivering their end of the bargain, you can walk away and realize that you learned their five things or you gave them your five things and they didn't want to fulfill it. How long did you know him for before you got married?
0: It was only 10 months.
1: That's why. So let me, let's go through this, okay? Yeah. You You fell in love with an idea, both of you did, okay? You had an idea of each other. You know, and that's what happens. We get that chemistry. That chemistry starts triggering. We start become delusional retards, okay? I mean, <laughs> I've done it. I'm so guilty of it, it's ridiculous. So what happens is we ignore the warning signs, mm-hmm. you know? We ignore the, our energetic connection that's not happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, we go and we get married, and then we have what I call the security blanket wrapped around the relationship, Right. So then all of a sudden we have the security blanket, we're married, and then all of a sudden we realize we've married somebody that we're really not fulfilling each other's blueprint and we really don't want to because the idea of somebody was far greater than what they really were. It doesn't mean that you're not an amazing person or the man that you're separated from isn't a kick-ass amazing man. It's just you guys don't have the right energetic match on a soul connection with one another, you hit that wall and you met somebody after 10 months and I've done it. I married somebody after three months. I married somebody for 10 months. I've done it all. I've, I've done everything, you know, every mistake you shouldn't do. And I always tell people all the time, As seasons progress, you get to know somebody. Watch the leaves change and how they turn into winter, and then watch how they blossom in spring, and how do they do in the first heat wave of summer, and El Nino comes the following winter. How are they during El Nino? And then marry somebody when you have gone through lots of different weather storms with them. Otherwise, we're just marrying ideas and fantasies.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean that all makes sense now, and I think now, you know, even though we're we're only separated, I I see a lot of those signs. I look back and I'm like, oh man, maybe we did do that. We jumped into it, but yeah, I mean, that's part of the journey,
1: I guess. Yeah, well, of course it is, and and as long as you are, you know, you're healthy about it, and you don't beat yourself up and think to yourself, and that's the way, you know. I'm all about the way you speak to the universe is the way you deliver things, right? right? So as long as you don't, and you probably know this because this is you know what you do for a living and everything else, but let me you know let me give you a, a little bit of kick in the butt to make sure that you know your consciousness is going through this as you're processing it. In life, there's no such thing as a failure at all. In life, it's how you look at it. To me, I have not failed once. I have made lots of mistakes. I've learned lots of lessons, but I did not fail. These are lessons I needed to learn, and each person gave me an opportunity to grow and to blossom, and the universe gave me that person as a mirror so I can understand myself better. So I'm able to do what? So I'm able to become the person that I'm supposed to become.
0: You know, when men are approaching women now, I'm going back to – you know, generalizing, how do they get to that point where they can be authentic? Is it difficult for men Uh, and why is it difficult?
1: Oh, God. I mean, this is a loaded question. Um, (laughs) I mean, can I take a deep breath first, okay? Okay. (laughs) I think authenticity has died in this country. Mm. Um, I think people, I mean, it's not just men, it's women. A woman client of mine today sends me an email and she's speculating everything. You know, and I look at her, and I read her vomit all over all over my email. I read it, and I looked at her. And I said, "None of this matters. Mm. None of it. I don't care what happened in August two thousand and fifteen. I don't care what happened three weeks ago. I don't care if he said this at eleven o'clock at night on on December the third. It doesn't make a difference. What matters is authentically how are you going to ask this man what he's looking for in a relationship? And it goes back to the one scene. Have you ever seen the movie Vicky Cristina Barcelona? I have not." Okay, please see it. And anybody listening, please watch it. There's a scene in there that's unreal. Javier Bardem plays this artist, this sexy Spanish artist. Um, Scarlett Johansson plays one of the characters, and this other woman, I don't remember the actress's name, plays another one. There's a scene in there that every man needs to understand because this is exactly what every woman is looking for, authenticity. So there is this scene in this movie that is unreal. I've played it at all my seminars. He walks over to them. They're talking and they go, oh, my God, that's the artist from the art gallery. Don't look at him, right? So the women are already playing a game. Don't look at him. Don't show him you're interested. Don't look at him. Oh, my God, he's coming over, right? So the women are playing their lack of authenticity because in reality we should look at each other like yummy dessert coming over. We should look at each other and go, wow, you beautiful, sexy thing. I cannot believe you're coming in my presence. I'm so happy you're here right now. Thank you, Universe, for delivering this sliding door moment, right? Right. So he started walking over. One girl was doe eyed. The other girl was just like, ooh, don't look at him, don't look at him. You know, typical games that people play. He walks over and he does something that every man needs to do. It's called authenticity. He looked at them and says, hello, ladies. They go, hello. I saw both of you at the gallery. I'd love to go and take you on my private airplane and go to Ovierto. It's this beautiful little island, it's an artist community. I'd like to drink wine and make love all weekend, right? So, of course, Scarlett Johansson's character is dying because nobody ever does something like that. It's full on authentic and vulnerability, and she just wants to jump his pants right then and there. The other woman looks and says, Ew, what do you think you're doing, right? She doesn't want to admit that she's turned on, so what happens is they all go there. There's the battle that goes on between authenticity and gameplay, and he ends up sleeping with both of them. Men have been searching for the perfect thing to say, when in reality, the perfect thing to say is exactly what's on your mind. And that's it. It's all about what's on your mind. It's not about anything else. It's about how you feel, what you want, and how you proposition it. I mean, I have been meeting women my entire life, and I'll walk over all the time and say whatever's on my mind. And it could be something as simple as... Your kid is having a shit fit right now because you're not buying them a store, in the, a present. You're not buying them Ariel in the Disney store with a smile. And I've gone on to date somebody that way. I don't think about what to say. I say whatever I'm feeling in that moment.
0: Right. And unfortunately, a lot of people are intimidated by that. They don't know how to respond to that anymore these days.
1: They, they don't know if they're intimidated by it. The way I think is this. Great. Then you're not... On my level at all. Right. Not to sound like a snob, right, right. but you're not on my level. You don't know what living life through an authentic heart space is. You don't know what you still, you're still playing games. You're still caught up in what happened with your ex. You know, I mean, it's the great eliminator.
0: Well, thank you. I mean, thank you so much for for taking the time to to join me and interview and, and do this. I just have a few more questions, if that's okay.
1: Yeah, uh, Please.
0: What would you say, um, I guess just because we're a little bit more geared towards women, what would you say is the one thing that women need to stop doing when it comes to the dating field?
1: Oh my God. Stop the stories. You know, it's like whatever story you're being caught in right now, be so aware of it, whatever it might be. If you've got the princess story because you watched too many Disney movies as a kid, if you have the story that you're over the age of 40 and, you know, no men your age range like you, if you're over the age of 50, you think dating is impossible, whatever story you've created, the thing about I love about women is that you're amazing storytellers. You know, you're fantastic at telling stories. The problem is you're living false beliefs and false stories. You meet a man for the very, very first time. If you're in story mode, what happens is you're going to create a story about him. Hence, you're going to marry the guy you shouldn't be marrying because you've been creating a story about him instead of really listening to what he's saying. Because a man will tell you exactly what he's feeling and what he's saying. If a man tells you he doesn't want a relationship, no matter how amazing you are in bed, and no matter how magical you think your groin may be, it is not going to get him into a relationship. He's just going to thank you for the free sex you're giving him and appreciate that, you know? But you have to realize that a man says exactly who he is, where he is. You can't go and be a cheerleader. You can't go and change him. You can't make him into something he's not. There's so many things that women do because women see the beauty in everything. It's part of who you are, but you also have a story about the way you think things should be, and you're trying to sometimes put a square peg into a round hole, and it doesn't work that way. So be more aware, and I tell every woman to have a dating journal. Write down, and this is the best exercise ever. I talk about it in my book, Naked. I talk about it in my Love *Blue Blu... Uh, In my Commitment Switch program, I talk about it in my Love blueprint seminar. It's something I tell everybody to do. Write down how you want to show up in a relationship. Write down the story of you and your future man. Not a list, not things that need to be checked twice like it's Santa Claus coming and visiting, you know, delivering presents, right? You need to literally write down the story of you and your future man, what it feels like to be in his presence, how it feels to be loved by him, what it feels like to have sex with him, what it feels like to have discussions with him, what conflict feels like. You need to write the story about you and him. If you're not emotionally turned on, physically turned on, and you feel safe and secure, then you need to write it again and read it out loud again. Because I truly believe that when you put the new story into the universe the universe will deliver the man for you not the stories based on past beliefs and generational stuff that you had going on over and over again
0: right now you brought up a good point so i want to ask you what do you do if it's the opposite so what do you do if i dealt with you know a man that said a lot of you know not great things so then when i responded accordingly then it was like no what well you shouldn't take what i'm saying literally and then there's that whole like mix-up of oh my gosh, what's going on?
1: You have different communication styles. You're structural like I am, so you will take everything very literally, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Meaning, if I tell you, you know, I really enjoy talking to you. You're not only are you pretty on the outside, you're kick-ass woman on the inside side right right you will take it exactly as I say okay now a figurative talking style they just emote emotions they vomit oh my god you're such an asshole oh my god you're the you know what I mean right right oh ah, 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 they ah, and then they just vomit all over you and then you take them literally like I do right right so you go fine no problem you know you think I'm an idiot you don't want to be with me anymore then ah, fine we'll make it happen They come back like a week later and go, no, I didn't mean that, I meant this. They're emoters, so emoters emote. So the problem is you're structural, so when someone is emoting, you have to realize that they're emoting. You have to not take it literally. You have to allow them to emote, and then a few days later, you need to look at them and go, hey, can we revisit the conversation from a few days ago? I want some clarity. How are you feeling today? Do you still feel like you want a divorce? And they go, no, God, I was so frustrated at that moment, and I'm so sorry. And they're very hard when you are very structural and take people literally. And a motor is very difficult. And it's taken me a lot of work to learn how to deal with the motors because you can't take them literally. You have to let it get all out and go in their circle. And then when they recirculate, they usually come back and apologize and tell you how they really want something. Because when you get vomit on, all you're thinking of is, Yep. Divorce. <laughs> yep. You don't want to be with me. Yep. You know, right. It's like,
0: yeah, the you, pride kicks in I'm like, okay, forget it then.
1: It's, it's not even the pride. It's how you speak. Right. Right. And it's how I speak too. So I always say when it comes down to a relationship, screw pride because pride means nothing. Right. All I'm doing is giving you loving energy as a human being <laughs> and expecting nothing back. That's like a mantra people need to do. And I tell women to do that all the time. Don't expect it. Give love. If you're nurture, nurture. If you're loving and hugging, give it. What happens is eventually you're going to connect with a person, okay, that knows how to give it back to you. But in the meantime, step up to the plate and love every single day. Otherwise, we're just going to continue to stay in our little holes that we've created called our little world, you know, and our world is not a world that's healthy. Healthy world is to give love. So you, bravo, you just took him literally. And in turn, you don't have to take people literally. You have to listen and understand their communication style.
0: Right, 100%. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. Just a few more questions, uh, more about you now personally. What's one thing that you have accomplished that you're proud of that the majority of people wouldn't know about?
1: Oh, my, my, my relationship with my daughter. You know, that is my greatest accomplishment on levels you don't realize. You know? Um, My daughter has taught me what love means. My daughter has taught me all about loving life and loving people with an open heart. My daughter has taught me to be selfless. My daughter has taught me to be present. And my daughter has taught me that whatever beauty shows up in another human being, honor that. And don't try to turn them into anything or whatever they show up as. And. That's something most people don't know about me because that's how I look at everybody who comes in my life now. And I thank it all to my little five-year-old daughter.
0: Mm. Yeah. The youth teach us amazing things. I work with a lot of youth, and I learn from them every single day.
1: The youth and the elderly are are, are the people that we spend no time listening to on a very deep level. We're afraid of the elderly because we don't want our socks up to our knees and we really don't want to look like that it scares the hell out of us right. you know so we tend to spend as little time with the elderly that's why we toss them in old age homes and nursing homes and everything else because we don't want to be reminded of our own mortality and young people we don't listen to because they try our patients too much and we dismiss it as them being not wise because they're just young and they're full of emotion but if you think about it if we love people the way we love children if we love our partners the way we love our children that means we're loving unconditionally for those people who are parents who understand because there are parents i think that are listening that are probably terrible too you know i mean Mm -hmm. not everybody's a great parent because if everybody was a great parent we wouldn't be going through this work on ourselves when we're older so
0: 100 percent
1: But for those of you that are a really wonderful parent, you understand what I'm talking about. When you show up for your child as love and you have the utmost patience, imagine doing that for another human being that's your equal adult and actually showing them how to do that because that's what you learn being a parent if you're a good parent.
0: Right, right. Absolutely. So, and what's one thing that you, David, that you do in your life that helps you get a positive rise? Is there anything? Do you have a daily routine? Is there something that you do that, you know, just helps you get that little push every day?
1: Every day I wake up in the morning when I get my head off the pillow finally because that you know takes me about 45 minutes. I'm not a cup of coffee person. I get up and I walk around my house and I look around. and I see the beauty in the day and I ask the universe. Well, I literally tell the universe two things. One is I thank the universe for another amazing day that I can live and experience all the gifts called life. And the second thing I do is I thank the universe for giving me this amazing chance to create magic today. Mm. And I say, bring it on, bring on whatever magic is coming my way. If there is going to be a conflict in my day, then that's so be it. I will handle that conflict in that moment. I believe there's no such thing as a bad day, just tough moments that show up in an otherwise amazing day. So that's a mantra. I don't even need to say it anymore. I think it basically every morning when I wake up and I can literally manifest amazing days because of just that mindset alone.
0: Mm, I love that. Bring it on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again. I mean, it's been a pleasure talking with you. You you are actually quite brilliant, and hopefully I, I'd love to connect with you again in the future. Is there any last message that you have?
1: You know, uh, I'll give a funny message because we talked about dating a little bit. So uh, Five Love Languages is a great book to read. My, my love language is words of affirmation and physical touch, right? Yeah,
0: me too. So when, you tell yeah. <laughs> me,
1: when you tell me I'm brilliant immediately, and this is something for all the women, when you learn... And I talk about this in my love blueprint, you know, seminar in my commitment switch program. But when you learn what a man reacts positively to, immediately, you know, when you told me that, I smiled and think to myself, "Oh yeah, we're going to talk again. Absolutely." <laughs> it's like I'd love to talk with you again. Oh my god, I can't wait to meet you. Right. Right. Because you triggered. And you literally triggered, you know, you fired one of my things, one of my, one of my, uh, you know, things in my brain went, yes, yes, I like you. So <laughs> it really is that simple in life. And I appreciate the uh, the compliment and uh, I appreciate the time you gave me today and uh, you're doing a great job with your listeners.
0: Thank you so much. So how do we stay in touch with you and how do we support you, David?
1: Very simple. DavidWygant.com. W-Y-G-A-N-T davidwygant.com if you're a woman um, you'll click on my site and it will say women enter here go to my women's dating and relationship and love advice site there's a wonderful free gift it's a video on understanding men and how to speak men it's a 30 minute video that is a gift from me to you just for showing up and if you're a man you can literally land on my homepage and figure out what's been missing in your life when it comes down to women and relationships and um, I've got lots of fun stuff on my site, you know, blogs and videos and all free. So, um, you know, of course, there's programs and seminars and everything, you know, if that resonates to them. But I don't expect anybody to buy anything until they check it out. So I give you as much stuff as you can to make, you know, whatever decision you want to make about me and your life and see if I can help you, guide you to find love that you need, want and desire and deserve.
0: Awesome. Thank you again, David, for your time.
1: My pleasure.
0: Well, that's all we have for today. Thank you for joining us again for episode 33 with David Wygant. Don't forget to join us on Wednesday. We are going to do a cool, really grounded interview with Nia Shanks. She's in the fitness world. She's going to talk to us about 13 things that you can do to be more, not less, in the fitness world and with health. Definitely get rid of some of the misconceptions that we as women walk around with, with weight and scale and dieting, and all these fads that we think are going to help us look good and feel great. So don't forget to check that out this Wednesday. Please go to our website, www.riseupforyou.com. Subscribe, send us your email, and we will get to you our new guide that we have, that we've created, on how to help you jumpstart your life, get your dream life going, and get out of the rut and get unstuck. Have a great day, and I hope this episode kicked off your week just right. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.